What's that book you've been reading about? It's about heroes who get to go on adventures, defeat the monsters, and save the day. Little boy from the south side of Chicago, the only tourist that get to do that. This story is about my father and the secret birthright that's been kept from us. You're going after it. We're going near the car. Who's gonna stand there, Tick? This is family business. And family stay together. Dad for my scared for myself. Just because they don't want you here doesn't mean you're not supposed to be. What up, folks? Gotta get you back here with your boys. Justin and Adu, and this is a special re episode review of Lovecraft Country. This is the show, and we are words from blurred. words. That was, I don't know what that was. I, was, I wasn't expecting that, but uh, yeah, the new HBO show, Lovecraft the Country. The new anthology series. Mm. Starring looking Ernie Smollett the, Bell. The the cast right now. Give me a second. Yes, I'm telling you, it's starring Journey Smollett Bell, yes. who played Black Canary. It's got Jonathan Majors as Atticus. It's got you may know from uh uh the what was it, the Five Bloods? Yeah, the Five Bloods. Oh shit, that's him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, you didn't recognize him? No. Yeah, man. That's I think that movie was so terrible. Oh, don't do this. Don't do this. Come on now. Oh, he was good in that great. movie. Anyway, and then we got Courtney B. Vance. I just want to point out, I think both Courtney B. Vance and Jonathan Majors could and can play Jon Stewart in different iterations of his life. Yeah. You know what? I would love to see it. I would love to see that. Like, oh, I think Courtney B. Vance is a uh, John Stewart. Yeah, man, John Stewart, Green Lantern, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, either one of those would be good choices. I think Courtney B. Vance would have been a great John Stewart 20 years ago. And I think Jonathan Majors would be a great kind of younger John Stewart in maybe a few years, not quite right now. So, yeah, uh, this TV show takes place during 1950s Jim Crow America. You know, not, not the best time for black people. You know, not a, yeah. not a great time at all. And it centers around uh, these three characters, Atticus Black. Of course. Uh, played by, uh, <laughs> just his last name, uh, played by Jonathan Majors. Uh, Letitia Dandridge, played by Journey Smollett. And Courtney B. Uh, George Freeman, uh, played uncle. by Courtney B. Van yeah, who is uh, Atticus's, Atticus's uncle. uncle. Yeah, and so these three, you know, they travel across America Searching for uh, Atticus's missing father, who apparently has a hidden family secret to diverge, divulge to him, I should say. And along the way, they run into Lovecraftian-type monsters, and, you know, what's even scarier than that, racism. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, right now, this is a review for the first episode, titled... What was the first episode called? Sundown. And, you know, Sundown, I feel like, was a very appropriate title for multiple reasons. <clears throat> for multiple reasons, which we'll get into as we uh, go along this sh uh, show. So, the first minute of the show, 
The very first fuck. minute, it throws you in. It doesn't hold back. There's a whole bunch. I th- was Cthulhu. Was that Cthulhu I saw? It was fucking a whole bunch of tentacle monsters. There was and aliens like, and spaceships yeah, and yeah, fucking fucking Jackie Robinson. Robinson fucking hit a monster with his bat. I was like, oh shit. So just off the bat, oh damn, okay. Literally. I'm here for it. <laughs> Literally. I'm here for it. All right, I'm fucking with you right now. Lovecraft Country. Okay, okay. And, you know, we, uh, we cut. So it's a dream. And we cut to Atticus, you know, just sleeping on the bus. And he's reading John. Oh, my goodness. John something of Mars. John. John not, Carter. John Carter. That's not what the title of the book was. But it's a John Carter book. I think it was Queen of Mars or Princess of Mars or something. Yeah. And they made an interesting point. Which this this TV this show again first episode already coming at you with the the messages what its point is all that and it's an adaptation of a book as well. Uh, and he's reading that book and the 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 old lady next to him, he's describing it and John Carter is, which I never even knew this because I don't pay attention to John Carter. Uh, he was a part of the Confederate Army. And like the old lady is like, why are, you, why are you reading that? And he's like, I mean, you know, it's, it's a sci-fi hero. I'm into sci-fi. Atticus, by the way, is a huge sci-fi nerd. They make a point of making that part of his character. Yeah, he like, even has glasses to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't be a blurred without glasses. Come on now. Which, by the way, and this is something I, I, I noticed. Damn near every single character on this show is a blurred. In some form or fashion. Yeah. How is, how is Letitia? She was part of the sci-fi club in high school. She was? That, that's how, yeah, that's how her and Atticus are friends. Oh. See, you need to be paying attention. They be telling you stuff in dialogue, bro. You need to, you know, you need to be on that. And, uh, you know, so I thought that was an interesting point, how sometimes with, like, media and fiction, we kind of, like, accept heroes, like, fictional heroes that probably sh- we shouldn't see as heroes, you know? I thought that was a really interesting point to, to bring up. Um, and, you know, with this show being produced by Misha Green, J.J. Abrams, Jordan Peele, you know, it's, it, you know, you know the type of um, messages they're going to try to put in the show that I just thought were very interesting. What, where does the show take place, actually? Is it? I know it's not Alabama. It's not Alabama, is it? No, I think it's Ohio or something. Like Ohio? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So Atticus is coming home after serving in the mil- in the armed forces because his father sent him a letter. He's like, yo, son, I need to tell you something important, but he's missing. And so he grabs his uncle, his friend Letitia, and his uncle George, uncle George, right? Yeah, his uncle George uh, writes, he writes, you remember those, uh, the movie Green Book, right? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. writing, yeah, he's writing one of those um those guides around the country to avoid racism or racist towns and racist businesses. Exactly. Exactly. Which, oh man, I, I wish the movie Green Book was better than it was, but you know. So yeah, that's his job, which is why they're like traveling across the country and at the same time looking for his dad. That's a, that's a very, that's a, that's a sketchy, that's an important job to have. Mm-hmm. Very, very risky, very, very dangerous, very risky, especially when they come into contact with that damn sheriff. That sheriff was scarier than the monsters. For mm, yeah, bruh, that sheriff, man, 
Now, like we said, the name of the episode is Sundown. And part of the reason is because they come into contact with a sheriff from a sundown town. If you don't know what a sundown town is, it's a town where, and as shocking as it might be, some still exist today. A sundown town is basically when the sun goes down, if you're black, it's open season on you. So don't be around when the sun goes down. It's basically a summary of what that means. So yeah, the, the show is getting pretty real already, first episode. Sun and sundown also is a reference to the monsters that come out when the sun is down. Those little um I know they had a name. I think they were Shagoths or something like that. They were like little tent little blind vampire tentacle monsters. That when they bite you, you turn into one. But yeah, man, um yeah, but uh anything any thoughts on the show so far? Man, I I thought that I just think that the um the acting so far is so is very top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's HBO, so it's, you know, it's, you know, um, the yeah. acting, if anything, is going to yeah, be right, absolutely. Um, I like you said, I enjoy the fact that Atticus is a blurred, and a, a, a very swole blurred at that. He's a what? He's swole. He is. He's swole as hell, and I love it. I love it when a blurred. They see a blurred down when he's in this ugly duckling phase, and then he and then we come home and we're like, "Wow, who who is that? That that's little Atticus. That's little Atticus. Yeah. Oh, girl, let me take a ride with you, Atticus. Hey, you can take a ride anytime, baby. I really like the chemistry between um, Atticus and Letitia. Yeah, they do have mad chemistry. Shout they out got to mad him. chemistry. For Journey sure. Smollett, you know, Bay. I'm just saying. This is my black canary, my queen. Journey Smollett. You know what I'm She's she she's more my black canary than any other black canary in the CW universe. Mm-hmm. Forever black it? canary. Can you dig it? Um, but yeah, I um, I like, like you said, the 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 duality of the different meanings of sundown, the sundown town. What happens when the sun goes down? The monsters come out. I mean, literally, sun sundown. As it, it, there's so many different periods for sundown in this episode. There's the sundown when um, he's back in Chicago having a good time for a little while, also doing some some detective work. And then there's the next um, sundown, you know, when uh, he's being chased by by that uh, sheriff. And mm-hmm. then there's kind of later in that sundown, you know, where he's being chased by literal fucking monsters. If the white Racists weren't monsters enough. Those those scenes where the cops were like chasing them were probably the most tense scenes in the show. Last up, we gotta get the fuck out of here now. Like as a black person, it's almost like you remember in Get Out, right? 
like usually in a horror movie, when the cops show up, oh, you're like, oh, thank goodness, the cops are here, which means that the heroes might survive. And get out, when the cops showed up at the, or what, who we thought were the cops, showed up at the end, you were instantly like, ah, oh, shit, they're going to think this nigga killed everyone. You know? Which, I mean, yeah, yeah it, so it was kind of like that. It's, it's, it really feels like they're going to be focusing on who the real monsters are in 1960s Jim Crow America, or 50s? 1950s? 50s, 50s, yeah. 1950s Jim Crow America. Because sundown towns were an actual thing, and they are an actual thing. They still exist today, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that sheriff, boy, Jesus. So much anxiety. Yeah. Uh, the, the diner scene? When like at the same time, while uh, that was a little fun, that that was also a, a little comedic. It and, was. And we're calling, and from this episode, fucking Journey Smollett Bell is now the Usain Bolt of horror. Yo, she ran fast as hell. She booked. She said she ran. Uh, the 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 uh, uh character uh Letitia said she ran, ran track, track in high, high school. school. Yeah, so yeah, I believe it. You know, her form is like yeah, um. But yeah, man, that diner scene when they re- they slowly reveal that they were wondering, hey, what happened to the old diner that used to be here? And then they realized, oh shit, they burned it down because it was black owned, I believe. They burned it down and then built a new one. And then the fucking employee called the cops on them just because, hey, we're black and we would also he like. Was like, no, I food. did not serve them. Yeah, shit, man, it's crazy, bro. I mean, it's it's. Is it's one of it's it's a hot topic right now. Race, race relations, black people and police officers. It's a very uh topical thing to be discussing, you know, in fiction. And like I said, it's it's an adaptation of a book. Just looking up the uh author right. I mean HP Lovecraft has so many different books and short stories. Yeah, the book, the novel was written by Matt Ruff. And I don't know, not too many people know H.P. Lovecraft was racist as shit. Yeah, so technically, this is kind of like a racist spin on his books. Yeah, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. A reverse racist spin. H.P. Lovecraft would probably be mad as shit that this show and book even exists. Well, probably. I mean, uh, his uh, poem on the creation of, if, if you're sensitive about the N-word, it's about to be said. On the creation of that was an actual poem that he wrote. Hmm. That was an actual poem that he wrote. You can look it up. Like they mentioned, you remember they mentioned it in the show as well, right? No, did they? Yeah, they did. They mentioned it in the show. Like literally in like the first maybe ten minutes, they brought it up. No, uh, when uh, when Atticus was in the bookstore with Uncle George and they were talking. That's when it got yeah, brought yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, man, H.P. Lovecraft was racist as hell, you know? So it's almost like we're taking this this guy, his works that were racist, and we're making them our own, you know? It's, it's, it's almost like this show is both a love letter and a fuck you to H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> and, yeah, in a way, it is. Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting to, to see. Uh, how'd you feel about the, like, production of the show? I, the, the, again, the production is definitely HBO, high quality, top notch. I mean, the Chicago look. I mean, Chicago, 
in and of itself has somewhat of a timeless look, but they really took Chicago back to the 1950s. And you really feel, I really felt like, like they did a lot, uh, took a lot of attention to detail on um, set design and set production. And I think everyone here is well cast. I think the, the show, it, 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 it looks well made. It looks very well made. The beginning was a little wonky at first. I didn't know what to expect, but that being a dream in and of itself, it it showed me where this show is willing to take things, at least in this initial dream sequence, and where it might take things later in the series. Exactly. It's got that. It's got that almost. And this show is in my mind because I've been rewatching it lately. It's got that like Breaking Bad esque thing where you really want to find out what's going to happen next, right? Absolutely. And I was, oh man, when I tell you, I was hoping this show was going to be on HBO Max so that I could watch, I could binge watch this series. Yeah, nah, they're just sleep. yeah they they put them out at the same time that they show it on TV. So every Sunday at nine, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to wait weekly. Oh, I hate waiting weekly for shit. Yeah, yeah. you just get used to binging, you know? Netflix has spoiled the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, me too. But no, man, this, uh, so, like, how do you feel about the actual characters? Like, do you think that these are characters that you would want to follow? Absolutely. The at, at the very least, Atticus and Letitia. Oh, for sure. I'm for pretty sure. sure at some point, George Freeman is going to be dead. <laughs> Oh, I hope not. Don't do At this to Courtney. Let Courtney, be, let Courtney B. Vance have a steady role, please. He deserves it, man. He does deserve it. Give 60-year-old Jon Stewart his, his time to shine. Hell. Um, but yeah, man, Atticus is very easy to root for. You know, he's a very uh, sympathetic character. You know, it, it's easy to relate to him. You, you, you know what's crazy to me? And it's so funny that uh, this actor was also into Five Bloods because he plays a U.S. veteran. He's a veteran. He's a veteran. And at the same time, he's getting chased out of, an, uh, out of a restaurant by some white, guy, with some white guys with guns chasing him down in a car. That's crazy as hell to me. This nigga literally put his body on the line for this country. And now you got these white dudes that ain't done shit chasing him down with a gun because, just because he's black. And he was, and I find it interesting, he was also a little willing to, to tuck his, his tail in between his legs in the beginning. What do you mean? Like, towards the racism? Well, that... I mean, well, that, what, I understand this kind of self, Wait, what, what, uh, which, self-preservation thing. Yeah. But it seemed as though when they were at that gas station, Letitia, him, and George... Oh, the nigga making monkey noises at him? Yeah, that. Oh, I would have beat his ass. That's some yeah, bullshit. He, I mean, I, and I'm not saying I'm saying that before that he looked like he was he was very much the type to just kind of keep his head down, or you know, and just do as the white man said. But when I saw he was about to go over there and fucking white boys up until Latisha grabbed him, I, I I knew this. He was he was he was ready. Oh yeah, and he could too, because like we said, he's slow. So he definitely could have. How, how, um, how tall is he? Is he? I wonder. He, damn. Oh, he's thirty years old too. He's prime and ready for his uh his career to take off. That's, I can't believe you didn't like him in the Five Bloods. You, you didn't. I, I just didn't like that movie, to be honest. Oh, uh, okay. 
but I definitely didn't like him. I thought he, I thought he, uh, he stood out. He'll be 31 next month. He's my height. He's, he's six foot one. Damn. Six foot one. Shit. Well, I mean, to me, everyone's tall, but yeah, still. Oh, and I didn't realize he was in the last. I gotta watch that movie, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I gotta. Look yeah, that that's been on my watch list for a minute. I gotta watch that too, bro. I gotta watch that too. Um, I love the music they they play in this movie. I'm a sucker for 1950s music. I ain't gonna lie. But then they also play rap music, like yeah. modern rap music. I'm like, this is so out of place, but I kind of dig it. It's it's been a it's been a couple days. What song do they play? That was modern. I really don't remember. Oh, it was a Tierra Wack song. That's what it was. It was Clones by Tierra Wack. Mm. I like that song, though. Shout out to Tierra Wack, by the way. Very slept on. She's a dope female rapper, for real. She, I mean, she's a dope rapper, period. But um, uh, they also played that uh, that audio of the, the James Baldwin versus uh, what, William... What's his last name? William... William F. Buckley debate. Mm-hmm. They played a little bit of it, and they were talking about. I, I can't remember the exact subject. I believe it was basically the experience of being black in America and how it's different from being white in America. It would seem to me that the proposition before the house, when I put it that way, is the American dream at the expense of the American Negro, or the American dream is at the expense of the American Negro, is a question hideously loaded. And that one's response to that question, or one's reaction to that question, has to depend on effect, an effect on where you find yourself in the world, what your sense of reality is, what your system of reality is. That is, it depends on assumptions which we hold so deeply as to be scarcely aware of them. A white South African, or a Mississippi sharecropper, or a Mississippi sheriff, or a Frenchman driven out of Algeria, all have, at bottom, a system of reality which compels them to, for example, in the case of the French exile from Algeria, to defend French reasons for having ruled Algeria. The Mississippi or the Alabama sheriff, who really does believe when he's facing a Negro boy or girl, that this woman, this man, this child, must be insane to attack the system to which he owes his entire identity. Of course, for such a person, the proposition of which, which we're trying to discuss here tonight does not exist. And on the other hand, I have to speak as one of the people who've been most attacked by what we must now here call the Western or the European system of reality, what white people in the world the white doctrine of white supremacy, I hate to say it here, comes from Europe. That's how it got to America. Beneath then, whatever one's reaction to this problem. And it's insane that we're still having this same discussion in 2020, years later. That debate was in 1965. Come on, bro. Jeez. But yeah, man. Um... I really love that because I, I really fucks with James Baldwin. Um, How do you feel about that? That uh, choosing them choosing that like specific audio portion. I thought it was debate. extremely powerful. 
Mm. I thought it was extremely powerful and extremely moving, and it set it set the the tone for this for well, it set a serious tone for the the way they must have felt. You know, when when they were disrespected, I'm talking about the characters. And this was this was the scene where uh, with the uh, the white dude making monkey noises at him. Right, I'm saying this. So that so that set the precedent for how they, for for how they must have been feeling at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and instead of not being able to say anything, they have to just kind of tuck tail and run because it's that or they're dead. And this 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 white boy who was making these monkey noises, he looked like literally. Uh, I don't. I hate to use this term in a derogatory uh, fashion, but he looked like uh, a very classic white nerd who got bullied and for him to just be making noises and ooh, ooh, ah, ah, i'm like i know in, in all my spirit just looking at that boy i would have that man i would have decked him he would have been knocked the fuck out and i know that the the restraint that they had as the characters that they had to 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 hold themselves back from not interacting or not, you know, getting themselves into any deeper trouble. I know that shit was was deep, and so I know that them playing um, James Baldwin's audio, mm-hmm. I know it was very reflective of how they were feeling in the moment. Yeah, it was juxtaposed with uh, colored the entrances that said "colored only, whites only." Uh, the buses, man. The the fucking the Aunt Jemima advertisement. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I'm like, that's so relevant today. It's, it's 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 like it's like uh racist Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so relevant. You know, uh but yeah, man. Uh do you do you have any worries about how the more fantastical sci-fi elements are gonna gel with the racial commentary? Um, I don't have any concerns because I feel like um Fucking um, Watchmen had very interesting social commentary while having a lot of um, sci-fi flavor, so to speak. So I, I, I'm not too concerned. Um, I do want to get deeper into the mystery of how Atticus and his father and perhaps his uncle um, come into this this house where clearly these white people are i'm guessing the help maybe yeah it, it almost looked like, from that uh preview of the the season to come it kind of looked like it was a cult or something i could be wrong on that it just it looks like it was a cult it, I'm, I'm, like it might be a cult but they had powers though yeah they had powers too because like, you what? saw that when that um i don't know who it was Oh, that pickup truck was chasing after them, mm-hmm. and they, they, they. I don't know. I guess these servers came out of nowhere and they, they cut them off. But they stopped. And they turned around and stopped, and it's like the the pickup truck just flew in the air. Oh, so that's oh, interesting. Yeah. That's I can't. I, I want to see what what that was all about. I want to know the history behind that. But I'm not really concerned about the the. Um, the commentary being lost in um in the fantastical sci-fi elements 
Um, already, they've they've said quite a bit already, and this is just the first episode. So, for me, the first episode was a five out of five. Yeah, yeah, it got my attention immediately, and it kept my attention, and I want to see more. Same. I don't. I don't. I'm really trying to come up with any negatives that I don't think I have any really. And you know, sometimes it's hard to gauge a negative because you know it's the it's the first episode, so it's they're setting things up, you know. Right. Which are gonna pay off later. But uh do you think this is gonna be the new Sunday night water cooler T V show that's that's gonna nope. replace? I think I think it's I think I think it's got uh like I like Watchmen too much um social commentary for it to be as mainstream to be the the, the Sunday go to. For you and me it probably will be. But mm. for the wide audience, I'm going to say no. Like for the mass audience, I'm going to say no. I don't know, man. I mean, these days, I think it might be. I think people are hungry for some smart social commentary. I think, bro, it, I think it, it has a bro, chance. Watchmen was smart social commentary. Yeah, and people and, and with it. although the numbers were, were, were decent and the reviews were great, you know, it, it still definitely marginalized and turned a lot of Caucasian people off. So I'm not saying that this show isn't gonna isn't gonna be great and it's not gonna be a go-to for for some, but I'm saying in terms of mass appeal, it won't have large scale mass appeal. Mm, okay, I see what you mean. Versus Game of Thrones, which is strictly a fantasy story, correct? And that alone, right? Versus something that has a more it has something to say, so you know it might it might be too alienating to those who don't like that. I got you. I got you. I hope it does, though. I, you know, I don't know. I, I still kind of feel like people might be hungry for that, but yeah. Do you think this might be the uh, the quote unquote uh, replacement for the Watchmen season two people wanted? Yep. Okay. But yeah, it's just it's mixing social commentary with the sci-fi fantastical elements, doing it better. Also. <laughs> It's interesting how that's kind of becoming a thing lately because Bright, uh, Project Power, which we just talked about, uh, and now uh, Watchmen, oh, Lovecraft Country. Commentary? Yeah, mixing social commentary with like fantastical elements. Bro, that's, listen, that's all that people, that, that I think Hollywood thinks that's the only way people are going to really pay attention if, unless, mm. you know, they mix in some type of fantastical element, which I understand. It's a smart, it's a smart move. But I do think that is kind of Hollywood's main mode of having some some sort of commentary that is not just shouting at you in your face, you know? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Because you know, not everyone likes unsubtle messages, you know. Right. But some some people some people like it to be straight out, but some people yeah. like it to be a little watered down for them, yeah. like not in their face. So it's a, a, a little palatable, but you know, so I personally feel like sometimes. Subtlety can be overrated sometimes, cause like you'd be surprised how many comic book nerds I've seen claim to be shocked that X Men was actually about civil rights. I they're not comic book nerds then. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're just casual. How fans. did you how did you not catch that? No, my thing is even if you're a casual fan, I feel like it's so obvious. I don't understand how you could have caught that. 
Like, Listen, come on. Your your common sense, my common sense is not everyone else's. It's, it's right there. It's not even subtle, bro. Some people, some people just don't even want to believe that that's a thing that's talked about. To be, do honest. they all need to be black for you to get it? Like, goddamn, is it not obvious? And they're and and they're not. To be honest, how many black mutants do you, can you name off the top of your head right now? Bishop, and that's all I can think and of Storm. right now. Oh shit! And Storm, yeah, Bishop and Storm. That's all. Yeah, that's only those two. See how crazy that is. So many mutants, right? And you, yeah. only, we only know of two black ones. Yeah. Oh, homie, homie, homie from uh, first class, Darwin. Darwin. He wasn't black in the in the show, though. I mean, in the uh, comics, uh, he's not black. Yeah, uh, true. I'm talking about historically comic accurate, like black mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many. Basically, just Storm and Bishop. Basically. But yeah, man. I, I, I like Lovecraft Country a lot. Oh, and well, I guess he was original character. Never mind, never mind. Yeah, I love Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country a lot. Um, this is definitely going to be something I'm going to be watching every week. Hopefully, we'll review it every week. Hopefully, um, we'll maybe we'll live stream it at some point. Oh, yeah, that too. But yeah, yeah I, I like it. I'm assuming my partner here, JT, loves, loves it. Indeed, well. I do. Both of us gave it fives out of five. So, highly recommended. Check it out. It's on HBO as well as HBO Max. Comes on every Sunday night at nine. So check it out if you have the time. Where can they find you, bro? Follow me on Instagram at one handsome geek, all one word, one handsome geek. Follow me on Twitter at jbat97. That's J A Y B A T nine seven. And follow me on PSN at mystery nine nine seven. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a do underscore man. That is one A. Two D's one O underscore M A N. You can follow me at PSN at admit. That is one A two D's M A N T. Follow the show words and blurs. Follow how it sounds. Anyway, you can listen to podcasts. Google us. SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Uh, forgetting one. Spotify. Leave a comment, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a comment. Follow us on. Share, do all that. Follow us on Twitch at Streams from Blurds. Also spelled how it sounds. Stream us, ho. Uh, right now I'm streaming what Ghost of Tsushima still, Cuphead, a little bit of Mortal Kombat. So you know, check it Cuphead out. It's free, isn't time. it? Nah, Cuphead's not free. Damn it. Maybe one day it will be. You know, sometimes you know every they do those that thing every month where like two games are free if you got PS Plus. So maybe, right. but I think I think Cuphead is like. Twenty dollars? It's not crazy. I, I think it's twenty dollars. But yeah, and well, uh, that's the show. That is the review. We hope you like it. We hope you come back and join us for another review, and you enjoy the show overall. Yeah. Peace out. Hashtag Black, uh, Black Lives Matter.